I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Join us tonight at Aftermath.fm. Check out the show. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, you can catch us live. If we go off anywhere because of a basketball game or because someone decides they want to put something else on the air, you can always go to Aftermath.fm and find us. We're there. Also, if you want to subscribe to be a member of Aftermath.media, we have subscription rates available, and they are there to support the show, keep the show running. Uh, you know, you never know what may happen. You never know what's going to go down. Of course, in these times of censorship and cancel culture, there's always something that can be said that can get you either taken off the air or put somewhere else. And we have a server and a library and a playground that you can subscribe to, so you can always get Ground Zero. Always count on Ground Zero coming in, whether it be a live show, a recorded show, or a, or a podcast. We have tons of podcasts to choose from. We have videos to watch. We have, uh, I mean, we're talking not videos of me. We're talking about videos that are produced in studios, basically uh, about UFOs, about all the stuff that we talk about here on Ground Zero. So be sure to check it out. It's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Sign up today and be looking for specials as well because uh, we really are proud of the network we have, and we're really proud of the listeners that support the show by going to aftermath.media. So time flies, uh, and the reason why I'm saying this is because when I sat down today to put my thoughts to uh, you know into the show and, and to actually report about what was going on, I was thinking that there was an event that took place, I thought it was a month ago, but it turned out it was, uh, so here we are now, what, we're in, uh, we're in May, so April, March, so the end of March into April. So it's been, you know, a month and a week or so that, uh, if you remember, later on at about 9 o'clock Pacific time, I was on the air. We were doing a show. I don't know what the topic was. It wasn't, It wasn't. I, the topic we were talking about was not about what was going on in the skies over the Pacific Northwest. What happened is that I was on the air and I looked outside and I saw something shooting across the sky. Looked like it exploded in midair. It looked like lightning at first, and then there was something else. It looked like something was streaking across the sky. Someone sent me a uh, they sent me a tweet, and they said, "Hey, something just exploded over Vancouver, Washington." And I said, "Wow, I don't know." And so we had uh, Justin, who is uh, the guy that runs Talk PDX, the the studios that we broadcast out of from time to time if we need an emergency uh, studio. And he was out walking his dog, and he got some very impressive footage of this falling, fiery debris that was plummeting to Earth. And, and while the media reported that the debris was from a SpaceX rocket and that it posed no threat to people below, there was a different story that did not make the mainstream news. The National Weather Service in Seattle said that the widely reported bright objects in the sky on March 25th. I couldn't believe it was it was March 25th. I thought it was April, but no, March 25th, we had these bright objects in the sky shooting across the sky. And those 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 objects on March 25th, it was reported were remnants of the second stage of the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket that was leaving this comet-looking like trail blasting across the sky as it burned up upon re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere. Just last night, or, or a couple nights ago, a number of people were sending me 
video of uh, the Neuralink satellites. And, and every time I, I see uh, news reporters, uh, you know, local news organizations saying, what were those strange lights who are over the city? People are wondering, are they UFOs? No, they're not UFOs. And those who are smart, those who listen to shows like mine know that when you see the line of lights in the sky like that, those are Elon Musk's little satellites. And we've had Dr. Sky on to talk about this. But also, you know, the, the burning debris that shot across the sky, the SpaceX Falcon 9, that's another Elon Musk affair, really. And apparently what wasn't reported until later on, it didn't make the mainstream, but it certainly was something that we heard about here in the Pacific Northwest, a piece of that burning rocket debris crashed on a farm in Washington State. Now, many, if you, if you look up uh, the piece that fell, it was a, a sort of, I think it was like a five-gallon uh, hydrogen uh, tank that fell, but it took out a lot of this farm. I mean, it, it came down. I mean, a farmer apparently discovered a nearly intact piece of the rocket in his private field. It was approximately five foot, it was a five foot composite over at pressure vessel. And they use it for storing, not hydrogen, but they use it for storing helium. Um, uh, it had, it, it left about a four inch dent in the ground. But it took out a lot of uh, it took out a lot of the uh, I guess you call it the the places where you know they keep the tractors and all this other stuff. I mean, luck, luckily no one was hurt. But what this does it, it raises the eyebrows about whatever goes up must come down and how it might affect us chicken littles here on Earth. So you know. It, if you go back, and we've been talking about the history here of Star Wars, the history of uh, MK Ultra, the Nazis, all this. We ha- we we've been talking about this for you know off and on for a couple days now. But if you go back forty years, when it seemed that conspiracy theory and speculation about corruption was in its adolescence here in the United States, I mean, I I think it was a lot longer than that because. You could either say that conspiracy theory started raising its ugly head around the time of Roswell and the national security state when Truman made the the pact with the Nazis or that they brought the Nazis and whitewashed them in Operation Paperclip. You can say the conspiracy theory reared its ugly head at the Kennedy assassination, or you can say the conspiracy theory reared its ugly head because of MKUltra. I mean, all of these different events, you know, have conspiracy theories about them, right? And, of course, 9-11, they say now, is the mother of all conspiracies. Of course, then you can go back and say, well, Pearl Harbor was the mother of all conspiracies. So it just seems to pile up. The truth is, is the mother of all conspiracies is the fact that we're Americans and the fact that our founding fathers conspired against King, went to war, and won, won us our country. So whenever I hear a number of misfits on CNN or several other places saying conspiracy theory this and conspiracy theory that. Well, you need to look at the conspiracy that is known as the United States of America. We wouldn't have been here if it weren't for a conspiracy. And whether you look at it as evil or good or bad or whatever doesn't matter. I mean, here we are now trying to find or at least report on the corruption that continues. And the best we can do is conspiracy theory. And there's always the, you know a paranoid notion that, you know, everything happens in history for a reason. And it was, FDR said something to that effect. He says, if it happens in government, it was planned that way. So 40, 50 years, I mean, depending on how old you are, you can always look back and you say, well, there always seems to be this paranoid notion that someone or some organization or some group is conspiring against this country. And I think my favorite 
time, and I've said this many times, my favorite time for conspiracy theories was the Cold War. Cold War conspiracy theories are the best. Because a lot of them, you know, if you go back and you study history, a lot of them were true. I mean, if you go back, uh, you know, when you're speaking to things that fall from the sky, I mean, go to Sputnik. Go all the way back to the the times of, what well, was it, 1957. You can go back to the times of the Russian satellite Sputnik. And now, I mean, you always look at what is going on in space. You look at what's going on in government. And there's always these, you know, quote, unproven notions that somebody in some government is is doing something to screw you over. And 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 uh, that's what they say. Well, it's unproven. Hey, there's, there's nothing nothing to see here. Nothing. But see, that's the thing is that we have government in our lives. We have tentacles in everything that government does. We have government in space, whether it be Russian or China or what. We have government in space watching us. And ransom individuals that are well, they could be obliterated where they stand, because we now have these advanced laser weapons, these particle beam weapons, these, you know, exotic weapons. And we've been hearing about how they're using these exotic weapons on troops in Syria. People at the White House have been hit by these weapons. And, you know, this is something that, you know, is terrifying. I remember back when Obama was president. And, you know, whether you like it or not, Obama was the drone president. Obama was the president that said, hey, drone here, drone there, everywhere, a drone, drone. And he used a drone to wipe out a, a Muslim cleric and his son. And he, they were American citizens, and he ordered them to be killed, and it was done with a drone. And I'm thinking, man, all you need to do is to have some drone-happy president, which you know, I don't know um, whether drone swarms are on the agenda of, of President Biden, but all you need is you need a drone swarm or, or a drone-crazed uh, president basically firing a laser where you sit. If you piss him off, it's done. You are... You have your death sentence, and that's what Obama did, if you remember. Um, but, you know, it's not just the weaponization of the air above you with the drones. Arms control advocates say that we are seeing the beginning of a weaponization of space, a precursor to a precision global strike capability and a full-spectrum surveillance apparatus that would allow the United States to collect data for months at a time over anywhere it chooses, and then they have the power... To unleash the firepower, actually, without warning, to fire anywhere in the world, including here at home if they had to, if they wanted to. That's pretty scary when you think about that. Pretty scary when you know that they're working on Star Wars in space, and they have been for a long period of time. I mean, I've concluded that this is the truth, but, I mean, I could be wrong, and your mileage may vary, but that's what we do here at Ground Zero as we talk about the what-ifs and the possibilities, and certainly we know something's up in space. Elon Musk and his Falcon 9 exploding over Washington, a piece of it hitting a Washington farm, and now he's going to be on Saturday Night Live this weekend, so I don't know, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. 503-225-0860, that's 503-225-0860, I'm Clyde Lewis, you are listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. 
Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.